Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18, but with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysalmon.com. Now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Hey boys and girls, welcome to Seeing Red. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Oates. 
we should put a disclaimer in and let everybody know if you guys haven't listened to Saturday segments yet, you should listen to that first because you will not understand what we're about to talk about. So go ahead, push pause, jump over to Saturday segments, listen to that. Uh, Rebecca, Aaron, and I were guest hosts while uh, Larry's away, and we are talking about our top 10 favorite movies. We actually made it all the way down to our top two. We ran out of time, so now we're bringing it over here to Seeing Red. So let's just do it and go number one, Rebecca. Girls Dragon Tattoo. I've not seen that movie. I haven't seen it either, so one of it these days is, we can... I haven't. Yeah, I know. It's a really good movie. Like, what I makes it number one, though? What What is it that makes it number one? It was, it was just a good movie. Like, I don't know. It's like one of those movies, like, it has, like, different elements going on at one time. Like, uh, the main character is Elizabeth. Uh-huh. And she's, like, a hacker, and she's has, like, a hard life, going through a lot of crap, or whatever. She's, like, on state, I guess in, in Sweden they have, like, a state welfare program or whatever. Not state, country. Country welfare program. And then it has, it also has another person, which I can't even the guy's name. He's, he's, uh, James Bond. Oh, uh, uh. The new one? I believe he's the new one. Yeah, I, I can't remember his name either. I seen it the other day when I was looking up James Bond for you too. I, I can't remember. I don't know his name. The blonde dude. Michael. Yeah. yeah. Michael. But, but again, what is it? What is it that well, makes anyways, it number one? It's, I don't know, that movie was just really good, like. It's like a thriller type drama movie, and you have to like you're trying to guess what's gonna happen. I didn't see what I didn't I didn't see it coming. The ending, like it was just it was good. Like basically, they hire this guy. I can't think of his name right now. He uh, he goes. This guy hires him, and he's like, I want you to figure out how to my do- my granddaughter. She disappeared like 30 years ago, and I I know she's still alive because when his granddaughter was oh his niece. It was his niece, it was his granddaughter. She would send him uh, these drawings of flowers that she would do. And even after she disappeared, she would continue to send him these flowers every year. Right. He thought maybe it was the killer that did it, that was sending him, to make him think that she was still alive. Because the day she disappeared, there was a giant um, crash on, on, on the bridge where they live on this island. And the cops checked all the cars in and out, and she just disappeared, knowing it would happen to her. Interesting. Now, is it Daniel Craig? Yes. That's Daniel him? Craig? Yes. The monkey years. <laughs> and, uh, basically, he's trying to figure out who killed this girl or whatever. Mm. Comes to find out she's still alive. She's impersonating her cousin. Mm. And he's like, he's like, I want to know why did you run away? Like, she wouldn't, she wouldn't talk to him. So... We come to find out that uh, her brother was raping her. Wow. And her father was raping her. No. what was this movie? What was the movie called? Girl with Dragon, Dragon Tattoo. Dragon Tattoo. Okay, gotcha. And during this whole time, uh, Lisbeth, she was uh, she was helping him. She was a hacker, trying to help him figure out what was going on. Uh-huh. Him and her, even though he's a lot older than her, they formed a bond. Like, she fell in love with him. She never had anybody to care for her. And it was just a good movie. They formed a bond. That's not, not even that, though. <laughs> I mean, the, part, the part in the movie where she uh, impersonates this this uh, young heiress. Mm-hmm. 
and goes and steals all her money. Mm-hmm. Puts on a blonde wig, goes to the bank, steals her money, has it sent to like private accounts and all this jazz. And it has a lot of aspects to it. There's like three different little stories going on within one story. You got her story, you got the old man who hired that guy's story, and you got that guy's story. They're all intertwined together. It's a really good movie. Okay, what about you? What's your number one pick? Star Wars. The whole series as, as a whole. Because of, you know, we were already talking about this in Saturday segments. Um, Anakin Skywalker? Yes. He's, you know, he made the movie. Now, for you guys, both of you guys, out of the new three, one, two, and three, which one was your favorite? I'd have to say two. Clone Wars was my, my favorite. Really? See, I'm actually going to go with Aaron. I really dug Clone Wars. Yeah. He just kicked ass in that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and then, it, it, I think number three, you know, it's it's good because it has its aspects, but you already know what three is about before even watching it. Right. Because, you know, you know, that's when he, you know, he goes to the dark side. Well, Rebecca- he, and you see that evolution at the very beginning of number three. Right. Leading off from number two. Well, Rebecca went with us to see number three. Remember we went to the movies? Yeah. And do you remember when the the Padawan came up, the little boy Padawan came up yeah. to Anakin as he turned bad? Do you remember what I turned to you and said? I said, he looks like Jake. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's my big hang-up because the little boy got killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Jaden was roughly about the same age and looked like Padawan. the Padawan. And if you guys, if you're, like, brand new to the show... You would only, you would have to be brand new to the show to not know who Jaden is. Jaden is my son, so that's why it looked too much like my kid, and he got killed, and that's kind of what turned me off to number three. Now I still liked number three. Mm-hmm. I loved, absolutely loved the lightsaber battle between yes. Ian, uh, Ian, what's his name, Ian McGregor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I should just say, you know, um, Anakin Skywalker and Obi Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yes. That was just really good. I was kind of pissed off when I heard that they stopped the 3D, you know, versions of the movie. Because that, that would have been... That would have been awesome. Yeah. It really would. would have. And... And I guess the only way you could, I, I guess, even see it in 3D is if you had, like, one of those stereoscopic uh, TVs yeah. with the glasses. They'll so. release it in yeah. 3D. Because that's how they make their money. Start releasing all old movies. Yeah. Well, see, that's what I was thinking. Is right, probably right before they release episode seven, they're probably going to release all of them in three D, mm-hmm. and then it'll lead up to episode seven. And yeah. the thing that it, I kind of don't like about about is because they don't have Regal Cinemas. Regal Cinemas has this thing where you know, like uh, I was telling her about, like I have it on my Facebook, and uh, they have a marathon of all the previous movies, mm-hmm. and it's for one night only. Did you guys here? Really? Up at the mall, they do. So they uh, had Twilight, mall. they had Harry Potter. Anytime a movie that's popular that has a series, uh, they make their money. They did the Iron Man. They played, um, what was it, when the Avengers came out, they played like Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, Captain America, Thor, they played them all. Yeah. And then at midnight, they played the Avengers. Did yeah. they play the Hulk with Edward Orton? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. And my number one pick... And I know this is going to floor everybody because this is so not me. 
everybody's probably thinking it's like, you know, the original Night of the Living Dead or some scary movie. But my number one pick of all times is Lost in Translation. I knew it. I've never seen it. I knew this already. I was waiting for this. It's it's such a good movie. And I don't I I kind of understand because it, it appeals to me on responsibility level. You know people do things well, most people should do things based on what their responsibility in life is. Yeah. And for Bill Murray's character which incidentally kind of makes me feel how I kind of feel now. You know, especially walking away from the publishing business and feeling like almost feeling kind of washed up because now I'm moving on to something else, and that's what he was. He was like a James Bond character. Have you seen the movie? No. This is oh my god. It's a good movie. And he's he's making a living making like advertisements and, and kind of reliving the past. Mm-hmm. You know, he can't ever make a, another action movie because mm-hmm. he's just too old. Yeah. Well, they take him out to Japan to make this um, whiskey commercial mm-hmm. and while he's out there he meets um, oh my god I can't think of her name um, Scarlett Johansson and at first it was very platonic it was a platonic relationship because they were both Americans she was out there she was married her husband was a photographer and he was always gone and she was just like kind of roaming Japan just by herself because her husband was gone and Bill Murray is in this hotel, other than going out and shooting the film. And he was just, you could tell, he, he pulled it off so believable. You could feel how alone he was. You know, he just, he didn't have a friend in the world. And it felt like, through his character, like no one cared. No one, no one, if he were to drop dead tomorrow, no one would really care. And he pulled that emotion from his from the script, which is incidentally written by your favorite director, uh, Sofia Coppola. Uh, it was just an awesome movie. I've seen it so many times. At first, I have to admit, though, when I first saw it, it didn't make that connection. Um, maybe because I was working at the hospital at the time, mm-hmm. and we were watching it on, uh, you know, the computers have the DVD players. Yeah. We were watching it on a computer at work. So, you know, we, we were kind of busy, but we're still watching it at the same time. So I really wasn't able to get into it wholeheartedly. But I ended up buying the movie, watched it here. I've watched that movie so many times. And it, it is. It's it's one of my favorite movies. How did you know it was my favorite movie? Because you told me how you raved about it. It was. It was just... Well, I remember when you first watched it, like, this movie is just like, it's, it. it's like the best movie. And like, I just knew... But it was gonna be on there. I knew it already. But I like I remember the first time I watched a movie. I was like, it's one of those movies. Like it's so much better when you're alone to watch it. Mm-hmm. And it's just quiet. You right. Can just get into it. That's what I feel like at the movies. And it, <laughs> I I can't I can't even get into movies. But I just that movie was really good. I was like, and I didn't think I was gonna like it. Well, That's the thing. Lost in translation. Yeah, I didn't think I was gonna like it when I saw it. I was like, ah, you know, it's just a movie. Right. I I knew like I already had already known that I like Sophia Coppola as director. Right. So like I'm gonna watch because she directed it. You know, fucking good. I watched it. I was like, this is a really good movie. Like, it, it, it like you can, even though he's like a male, older male, you can relate to the way he's felt because everybody's felt that way before. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. And spinning it back to re- responsibility, you know, at the end, he cared 
for um, Scarlett Johansson's character. There was there was a love connection there. Yeah. But he had wife and kids waiting back in the states, and he weighed, and and you could tell as they're driving off in the inn, and he's in the limousine or is a taxi. I think it's a taxi. Yeah, taxi. You can see he's like he's he's trying to see what was more important to him his responsibility as a husband and father or this new love and he jumped out of the 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 taxi and he goes remember he runs at the end and gives her a kiss and you're thinking oh, okay he's gonna pick her but then he says goodbye turns around and walks back to the taxi and it's like i'm getting just what i'm thinking about and it's like even though it's something that he may want more than anything in the world, his responsibility was more important than his own wants. And that's just a, such a great message to people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if people were to do that, to say, my responsibility in whatever it is I do is more important than what I want, this world would be a much better place. Yeah. And that was just beautifully translated. In, in no pun intended yeah. in Lost in Translation it was just a great great movie and I could I could literally go on and ramble about this movie for the next hour I really could I, I love it let me just say to people that if you don't know Sofia Coppola go out and watch movies it's really good I agree I agree she's a very very talented and you know I might actually go out and say that she's more talented than Frances I like her movies because even though they're all different, they all have that same feel. Right. Like, The Virgin Suicide, way different than Lost in Translation. Right. More of a darker story. But it still has that feel. Like, Maria Antoinette also. Those are two of my two of my favorite movies. They're, they're not in my top ten, but they're definitely in my top twenty. And they all have that streamlined feel to them. Like, it, even though the movies are kind of eerie or this or that, they have like a... Like, versus suicide, it's an eerie feel because they're all, all these sisters are killing, killing themselves. Right. Because their father basically won't let them do what they want, but, but it doesn't have a dark, dreary feeling to it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel heavy, like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? It's right. Just, I don't know. I, I can't really explain the feeling, but if you watch the movies, you'll feel it. You'll know what I'm talking about. And I think Sofia Coppola is one of the most underrated directors in Hollywood right now. Like, I've never. She I've heard had, of Maria Antoinette. She hasn't had a, a big movie in a while. I think her latest movie was The Bling Ring. I haven't seen it yet. But... The Bling Ring? Yeah. I haven't, I haven't heard it. I haven't yet. seen it, but I, I would love for her to do more movies. I hope she does because I think she's a good director. She is a very talented director. I mean, with all the movies, and let's just go ahead and grab her papers and just give everybody. Uh, just a rundown. We don't have to explain. Just read 10 to 1 and, and we'll just go. So grab your paper, your list, and read from 10 to 1 what your movies are. 10 to 1 on the ones that we were talking about last on, on uh, Saturday segments. Yes. Oh, uh, number 10, Clueless. 9, White Chicks. 8, um, was... No. You didn't write it down? I did, but I changed it. Oh, <laughs> go ahead. I don't remember what it was. The Pet Cemetery? Well, oh, pet, it was. It was Pet okay, Cemetery. Pet cemetery. Um, seven was Star Wars, six Harry Potter, five Twilight, four Hunger Games, three um, The Departed, two Inception, and one Girl Dragon. Okay, Eric? Uh, my 
10 was School of Rock, my 9 was Starship Troopers, 8 was Man in the Iron Mask, 7 was Cabin in the Woods, 6 was Green Lantern, 5 was Nightmare on Elm Street the series, uh, number 4 was the Resident Evil series, 3 was London, 2 was the Dark Knight movies, and number 1 was Star Wars. And my top 10 is, number 10 is The Stand, number 9, The Illusionist, number 8 is Iron Man, 7 is Clerks 2, number 6 is The Exorcist, number 5 is Nightmare on Elm Street, number 4 is Red State, number 3 is Batman, The Dark Knight Returns, part 1 and part 2, uh, number 2 is Dawn of the Dead, the remake by Zack Snyder, and of course number 1 is Lost in Translation. So, we're going to, this episode is going to be very, just very movie-oriented, because now we have an old, a whole other set of lists that we put together. Um, what we did for Saturday segments, obviously, we, we talked about our top favorite movies. Now we're moving into the top movies, and there's no limit on this. <laughs> um, you know, just how many movies... Are coming out this year that we really want to see. Or movies that we haven't got yet to see. <laughs> right. So, and I know, how many do you have, Rebecca? I got 14. You got 14? I got 10 exactly. You got 10. I got 15. <laughs> so, let me go ahead and I'll start out with mine because I have the most. Um, on my number 15 spot is Sin City 2. Uh, I just, I have Sin City, the original. Love it. Love it great movie, even though it's black and white, and a lot of, a lot of people are just like, it's black and white, it's not that good. Um, I really enjoyed it. We're just going to have to get over that shit. I've been, waiting, <laughs> I've been waiting for Sin City to come out, like, forever. Yeah, I remember when, what was it, Wizard. Before Wizard went under, you know, publishing, I remember they published the thing about you know, their casting call of who would be great for Sin City 2. Yeah. And now it's coming out this year, and I'm excited. And let me just throw out real fast. I don't know if you notice it, but I'm hearing it in my own voice. I haven't had this voice since episode one. one. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> so by the end of this episode, I may sound like Christian Bell. Be like, I'm the Batman. There you go. I'm the hero of the city. <laughs> um, number two. Or not, not my number two, but... Should I take turns because I know that a lot of movies you have on your list we're probably going to have on our list. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. One movie's on my list I want to see because I always like to see a movie around my birthday. Right. I was trying to find a movie that falls around my birthday to see. And the one that fell around my birthday this year that looked appealing to me was Oz the Great and Powerful. No, you're going to go see that, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try to see it tomorrow. Um, I think it's going to be a good movie because... Disney has really stepped up their movies, like, I think we talked about this before, you know, the Snow White and the Huntsman, the Alice Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're doing Star Wars pretty good. They're, they've gotten pretty good at making movies. They did Prince of Persia. I mean, obviously it's not going to be as good as it could be because Disney hasn't, you know, they have a little code of ethics, but... Right. They better be chopping off some limbs, man. From what I've heard, <laughs> it's a good movie. It's just... Not as good as it could have been the Oh, really? Could have been better if Disney wouldn't have done it. Because, mm. you know, Disney. They have that, yeah. Well, I mean, they, they got some. They got... They'll do Blood and Gore, but they'll only yeah. go so far. And yeah. if you really know about 
the about the whole Oz thing. It's it's dark. It's yeah. The books are not like all happy, go lucky as they seem in the movies. It's a lollipop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, my list is pretty much a jumbled mess, so I'll, I'll go with the stuff that has already came out that I have not yet to see. And uh, I, I, I want to see uh, one of the later movies I haven't got to see yet, which I, I think you guys have seen is Twenty One Jump Street. I haven't seen. It. I have. So funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I've heard a lot of stuff about it, and yeah, I've been wanting to see this movie one, and I've just never had a chance to it's see a good it. Movie. You like it? See, my problem is, is that. I grew up watching 21 Jump Street, the TV show yeah. with Johnny Depp. That's not a comedy. That was never a comedy. And them producing it as a comedy just kind of turned me off. So that's why I never saw it's it. a little spoiler, people. Johnny Depp is a movie. Mm-hmm. I heard that he had a, a cameo. It's a comedy, but it's kind of a serious comedy. I mean, there's serious moments. But it's a good movie. I think you'd like it. I will watch it. I mean, if, if presented to me for free of cost, I will watch it. <laughs> um, let's see. My next one on my list is Kick-Ass 2. Stealing all my freaking movies on my <laughs> list, man. <laughs> Another reason why I didn't add more to my list is because I know you guys would <laughs> have it. it. Yes. Uh, another great movie. Just It was a good movie. Uh, you know, Kick-Ass, the original. Yeah. It was. It was almost... Believable, you yeah. Know? Are they still calling it "Balls to the Wall"? Because I heard they, they dropped that. Uh, they might have dropped it. I mean, it is a little. Originally, it was "Kick-Ass Balls, balls to, to the Wall." wall. Really? Yes. yes. And why would they they drop it? I don't know because I've, I've been seeing a lot of things. Maybe... Kick, I've been seeing a lot of things say "Kick-Ass 2. That's all I've seen. Yeah. Lately. I think they dropped the "Balls to the Wall" part. Well, because... "Kick-Ass 2, Yes, you know, "Balls to the Wall." Yeah, they dropped it because ball, our "Balls to the Wall" is. It's actually because it's the you know, second issue, wasn't it? It well, it was the second graphic novel that came out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just called Kick Ass Two. Well, originally, when they first said they were, they were making it, it was called Balls to the Wall. They must have dropped the Balls to the Wall part for whatever reason. They thought it was too graphic. People, you know, just too stuck up. Um. You know. For example, and I know this is probably a crappy example, is, um, you know, what was it? Zack and Mary make a porno. Yeah. That was one, that was a funny movie. But a lot of theaters would not carry the movie because it had the word porno in it. I had to watch it on Comedy Central, man. I was like, oh, I am staying when up to watch this. No, I kid you not. That movie, I was like, what is this movie? Because I remember, I remember going to the movies around the time it came out and it said Zack and Mary. I was like, Zack and Mary. Yeah, they, they chopped make a porno. And then I seen it like on TV. It said Zack and Mary make a porno. I'm like, it's like the second part to the, the other right. one that I seen on, on the movie theaters. They wouldn't put the porno part. Yeah, they Yeah, and that's and a lot of people don't realize that that was a Kevin Smith movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he fought really hard to keep porno in it because they just wanted to call it Zack and Mary. Yeah. And he's like... That's not what the movie is. Yeah. <laughs> it, it would be... For him, he felt it was misleading just yeah. to call it Zack and Mary. Yeah. You know, because it is a very raunchy movie. It, mm-hmm. it almost pushed that NC-17 rating. Yeah. But he felt that if you just throw the whole thing out there, Zack and Mary make a porno, you know what's going on. Yeah. There's no, yeah. you know, 
pre-assumption to what it is. And I'm thinking that's probably exactly what happened with Boston Wall. Is just you know. Let's put a nut sack and drag it across the wall. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, I don't think we all know who Gas is. You know. Yeah. Right. And Jim Carrey's in this. Yes, he's. Uh, if you right now we're looking at pictures he's on the um the laptop right here, and if you scroll up right here, you'll see him and in his camis, and that's who that was. He was. Right there, he's the one with the dog. He's got. Uh, and this is Jim Carrey. Yes, it is. Yeah. You can tell. <laughs> Interesting. His name Sergeant. Something. Sergeant. Uh, Hold on. Something. Let me yeah. back It's uh, he. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now I can kind of see he's got kind of like a flat top. He actually, he to me on this picture. He remember he reminds me of my friend Kyle Dobbs. He just kind of has that look. Um, his let's see, his character's name is Colonel Stars and Stripes. Oh, that was Sergeant. Too. And he's the bad guy. Yes. Yeah. So what happened to Red Mist? We yeah we have yet to. Uh... I wish that they would just like. Put in parentheses like after the dude's name, McLovin. <laughs> you know, so you know who he is. Right. So yeah, I'm looking forward to Kickass Two. Okay, what do you got? Another movie on my list is I'm trying to say the ones I'll make sure say. No, go ahead. If, if you do, that's uh, fine. Catching Fire. No, it's not on my list. I know it's not, so I'm saying it. Um, that's the next installment of the Hunger Games. Games. And you're really into those, huh? They're good. Was you better read all the Twilight. books, right? You read all the books? I read them too. Oh. I them. Better than, I, I think better than Twilight. Really? I have a lot more potential than Twilight. Don't get me wrong, people are probably like, oh my god! Team Edward! I like Twilight. Oh my god! It did, no! I think that Catch Fire is going to be really good. So yeah, I want to see that. Coming out, I think in November or end of the year sometime. That'll be. I'm. I don't know. I get as far as movies, especially movies. I'm always game to try something. You should watch new. this. I think you'd like it. It's not. To me, it's not like it doesn't appeal to any certain demographic of age. Yeah. Even it, Dean liked it. Okay. You know, that's a that's a pretty good movie. I, I, you know, if we keep talking about him, we're gonna have to bring him on the show. <laughs> no, no, we're not. Because no. people are like. Who's he? Who's he? He's a dirty old man. Yes, he is. Next. Okay, what, what do you want to see? Uh, you want to go or? No, it's your turn. Um, I want to see Hansel and Gretel. Uh, it's. Oh, I forgot that was coming out. It's already out. Okay. Yeah, remember when uh, we drove by the theater and we you wanted to go see Django and Chain? Oh, yeah, it was one of the movie posters. I want to see that so bad. And uh, you know. I want to see this because it's got the dude that played as Hawkeye in the Avengers, and he's a really good actor. I don't know if you ever seen um, the movie SWAT. He was in SWAT, yeah. uh-huh. and yeah, he's a really good actor. So I, I thought that you know it, it's called uh, I can't remember the full name. It's like Hansel and Gretel, the Witch, Witch Hunters? Hunters. Yes. Real fast, back to the whole Jingle Jingle and Chain. I was I was so prepared to go see this movie. And I died inside when I found out it wasn't playing anymore. Oh, it's it's not on the market anymore? No. It's the dollar figure. I'm going to go see it. 
because I want to see my man. Now, first of all, it's a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah, enough okay. said. Great. got my man in it, Leonardo DiCaprio. He's in that? Yes. yes. I didn't know that. He's the lead, right? What? He's the lead. No. No? Who's the lead? James Fox is the lead. Oh, yeah. He's Django. He's a Jane. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I really want to see this movie, so I'm going to see this, no matter what. I will go to a state where they're playing it in their dollar theater to see this movie. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, what was it? When, uh, I... My ex took me to go see the movies. We had like a, not really a dollar theater, it was a discount theater, and they had movies planned from months ago. (laughs) So I'm, I'm reading here about the Hansel and Gretel witch hunter. I guess that kind of makes sense on, on the initial, you know, Hansel and Gretel story. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know, was, was it the witch? Was it a witch that was, yes, cooked them? Yeah. I guess that makes more sense. I'm gonna eat them. Interesting. For live candies. Um, let's see. Uh, let me just give you a, the synopsis. This is uh, from our friends at imdb.com. It says, In this spin on the fairy tale, Hansel and Gretel are now bounty hunters who track and kill witches all over the world. As the fabled blood moon approaches, the siblings encounter a new form of evil that might hold a secret to their past. Okay. That that sounds interesting. You guys remember? What's that? I have to talk about this really fast. Yeah. I have to. On one of the episodes of um, a few episodes back, I think, we're talking about uh, movies that they want to make or whatever. Yeah. They wanted to make another. I don't know why this popped in my head. They wanted to make another Gladiator. Oh uh, yeah. Did I tell you about that? Gladiator two. Yeah, I didn't tell you about that. What did they do? Bring him back from the dead? They were going to bring him back from the dead. Okay. Make him, because he proved to the god he's so wonderful. Make him immortal and bring it all the way to modern day time where he was in the White House. Right? No. Yeah. Swear to God. Swear oh. to you. Mm-hmm. Not even lying. No. They wanted to do that. That would have destroyed the first one. It would have destroyed everything. <laughs> that would have And just... Russell Crowe was all for it. He was all for it. Him and the person who wrote the script were like, yeah, let's do it, let's do it. Everybody else was like, what no. the hell is wrong <laughs> the with you production people? studio was like, no. That's not happening. Um, another movie on my list is Red 2 with Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah! I that was... Desire Warner needs to the first one. It's too much testosterone for me. That's... No. Far from... You've seen Red 1, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, okay. That movie does not have that much testosterone. Actually, there's a badass chick in there. Yes. You still see... No, you're no. It, you're gonna about, watch it. I'm gonna make you watch you, it. You know what it stands for. You know what red stands for. Retired, extremely dangerous. I was telling you this about it. <laughs> no, no. Actually, actually, red stands for Rebecca Aaron Day. That's what red stands. For. Well, yeah. <laughs> but no, um, yeah. It's it's uh, retired, extremely dangerous, mm-hmm. and they're they're essentially a bunch of old geezers, but they're badass. It's like The Expendables. If The Expendables was done right, yeah. The first time, <laughs> I don't think expendable. Uh, well, yeah, no. it, to me, it would be like if it were to be made the right way. You know, and no, I, I, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. You know, and I'm not going to get off on a tangent on this one, but um, you know, the way that they were marketing the expendables, mm-hmm. you know, because that was my time. You know, I grew up with Rambo. I grew up with Terminator. The Terminator. The, the Commando. <laughs> I grew up with Jean-Claude. Jean, yeah. 
you know, and I, I grew up with those characters. I grew up with Dolph Lundgren, and they were like, oh, you know, and Mickey Rooney. And Mickey, Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Mickey yeah. Rooney's the old yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, they were like, all these guys are going to be in one badass action movie. And I was like, yeah. You were all for it. And then, and, and then I got my, my Oscars cut, you know, the movie. And uh, I was like, really? This mm-hmm. is this is it? You know? Because as much as, you know, you're talking about Arnold with his... His, uh, Governor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it was more like, well, because, of course, anything, any, anything produced by, uh, Sylvester Stallone is always written and directed by Sylvester Stallone. Even though we all know it's not true, but he has these ghost people to do it for him. Yeah. You know, ghost writer, ghost director. So, as soon as I found that out, it was all about him. Mm hmm. And it doesn't matter what role he's in. He, even though he's in his 60s, he still fucking sounds like Rocky. Hey, y'all. Yeah. You, you come over here. Yeah. Use, use come over here. Mm-hmm. It's you. Not use. You. Pronunciate you. Anyway. Use. <laughs> Real fast, I have to go off, I have to go off topic because we're talking to him. You said something about Bruce Willis. Yes. Have you seen Looper? No, but I heard that is a great movie. Okay, look at real fast. The guy who plays him as a young version of him is freaking David Gordon Lovett. Or Gordon, yeah, I said it right this time, right? Yeah, uh, David. Gordon, yeah. No, what is his name? Joseph. Joseph Joseph Gordon Lovett. The wrong end. I was like, this dude looks so familiar. I was like, he he looks so familiar. What they did is they must have used CGI him and made him look older. Yeah. What in what? In Looper. Yeah, in this movie. I thought it was Bruce Willis. No, he plays as the younger Bruce Willis in this movie. Because you know, because Bruce Willis is supposed you, to be him in the future. Okay, Looper, you're a time traveler and you're like in the mafia and you have to come back in time and kill yourself eventually. Right. The the younger version of him is is uh that Joseph Gordon Levitt. Okay. That looks nothing like Joseph. The person who the guy he's he's in the Dark Knight. Right. I know Robin. It looks nothing mm-hmm. like him. I was like. Well, you know that they made him wear a prosthetic nose. Yeah. To make his nose fatter. No, it's not just the nose. It's the whole face. Yeah. He looks like he's, like... Look up an image of him from Looper. Like this. We're like, who is that? I was like, is that... Yeah, see, look. That does not look like him at all, does it? It looks similar. Like an old version. Yeah. Yeah, they use some more other type of prosthetics. That was one of my my hang-ups on the movie. Uh Uh-huh. Is that that's supposed to be him in his twenties, mid twenties? Right. And but we all know what Bruce Willis looks like. But not even that. 20s. That dude is that dude looks like he's at least in his mid thirties. Right. Mm-hmm. He looks he looks too old to me to in thirty years to be Bruce Willis, in my opinion. But uh, that movie is fantastic. Really? Yes. Like, yeah. I literally like I need to watch it again. They I, basically. I think the more I watch it, yeah. the more I'm gonna love it. Really, no, it? no, no pun intended. <laughs> it was a really good movie. I, I had to go there because I thought about it and I had to see if you had seen it before. Well, you know, Bruce Willis is making a comeback with this movie, just apparently. But you know what? Bruce from... Will, that movie wasn't even about Bruce Willis. No. It, I mean, Bruce Willis, it's funny because they made it all about Bruce Willis. In the marketing. In the marketing. Mm-hmm. But it was much more about Joseph Gordon. And we didn't even know that was him until the end. I was like, who is this guy? You were like, who is this 
I was like, I gotta see who plays him. And I'm like, what? Yep. Like, I was shocked. Okay, anyway, another movie I want to see that's coming out is The Great Gatsby. Got my husband in it. And it's one of my favorite books. I actually have that on my list. Um, uh, the book is just... It's, yeah, it's it, It's the book. <laughs> I mean, what can you say? Unless you've never read it. I think everybody's read it. If you ever went to high school, you've read it. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, they're probably making me read nowadays. No. They're probably read Twilight nowadays. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And see, I, I was probably one of those weird nerd kids where I was like, oh. And I was like, right on. I'm ready for this, you know. That's what happened to me. Like, That's how I felt about Catcher in the <laughs> I feel like when I was in like school and we had to read books, like everyone's like, oh my god. And I was like, yeah, because I remember I read The Outsiders and I was like, this is really good. I wish they would have bring they would have brought that back because I, I heard they made they're, us watch they're it. They're making it as black kids. I don't want to talk about it because it upsets me. What? They're making the Outsiders and they're making them black like in the hood. The, that's like, I'm, not, okay, I'm not racist at all, but you do not take the outsiders. The outsiders, okay, mind you. The outsiders based around Greaser, Socia, yeah, all of that. You know, they're like basically gangs back in the 50s. Right. Okay. They were greasers. You know, slick back hair, switch blades, the leather jacket. Right, right. And make them hoods. Kids from the hood. That pisses me off. I'm sorry. That's like ruining it. That's like, it's like killing Shakespeare Basically. literally <laughs> yeah yeah but anyways I don't talk about that cause I found out I was like I was like I wonder if they're gonna remake it I look it up I'm like oh my god what's one of your picks uh well you know I <laughs> I wanna see the Deadpool movie it's cause Is not it because no year? it's not no it's not <laughs> but it's gonna not have Ryan mind. yeah it's gonna have Ryan Reynolds in it because okay. we all know Ryan Reynolds right. I hope played. It, I hope they don't put him. No, he's going to be. You don't know. Yes, I do. Is it already filmed? The, the making of it. I've seen maybe it. It has Ryan Reynolds maybe in it. Especially Deadpool. He should not be an actor. Um. Really? You just don't like See? him? Ryan yeah, Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. I don't like him. And I have, like, a mentioned in previous episodes of Seeing Red and I think Sibling Rivalry as well. Um, Deadpool is one of my favorite sure. comic book characters. Yes. yes. And, you know, seeing, you know, that coming from, uh, what was it? Uh, X-Men the Wolverine. You know, the the movie where, you know, Wolverine gets a start and then it leads into with well, the X-Men First Class. Right. And, you know, seeing that Deadpool, I'm like, well, that's not Deadpool. No, it was way off. Yeah, and I was disappointed with that because Deadpool can't teleport with, like, powers. No. He never had powers. He had... Knives oh, and guns. Yeah. <laughs> and balls. <laughs> yeah. Deadpool's the comedic hero. Right. You know. Anti-hero. Anti-hero. And, you know, I, Ryan Reynolds plays perfect Deadpool. You no, you know this? No. Yes, yes, no. yes. Deadpool is a douchebag. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. <is laughs> He's not cocky. In every movie, it's like it's not. I don't know. I but see, it. this is probably what's going to happen, though. Mm. Honestly, is don't expect Ryan Reynolds to be back as Deadpool, and I'll explain why. Um, James Madison, who was the the Cyclops for one, two, and three of the X Men. 
What is it? Marston. Oh, I thought it was Madison. Okay. Well, he signed on when that piece of shit singer, Brian Singer, yes, I said piece of shit, um, he went to do the Superman to screw that one up. He went with him, and he signed on with DC's Superman. Marvel said, you're not coming back. If we do a number four, you're not coming back. That's why they killed him off in the script. Hmm. So... Oh. He did the exact same thing, Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. He was a Marvel character went and went to DC and became the Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. So it's not likely that they're going to bring him back because he. It's like going to the other side. It's going to the competitors. Yeah. yeah. So I don't see that happening. To be honest with you. Back to Ryan Reynolds really fast. Let me say this. You know, I don't, I'll tell you why I don't like him. Every movie he acts exactly the same. And he has no expression when he talks. He's like, a male, I, um, I love you. That's who Hal Jordan is? A male version of... Yeah, but think about all the different movies he plays. Like that one movie, Sandra Bullock. It was a good movie, a good story. I can't think of what it's called right now. The Proposal? Oh, yeah. But in that movie, that I can't stand movie. him. His face is like... I'm not going to blink and I'm not going to make any mouth. I can't stand him. What was that movie uh, that he made? Where it was like, uh, he was trying to get with this chick that used to be his childhood friend. I forgot. She was fat. Yes. I like that movie. That was, that was a funny. good movie. She it was. He used to be fat. No, he used to be, he he used used to be, be fat. fat. He used to be really fat and then he lost weight or whatever. That movie was funny. He, came, he became like a successful. He used to do comedies. Yeah. Because in comedies, I think he feels more at home because he actually has, he actually acts in comedies. Right. Yeah. Um, let's see. I've got. <laughs> 300 uh, Rise of the Empire on my list I don't know I, I, I'm kind of scared I'm scared um, I don't know if it's going to be any good because 300 was just excellent it was directed by um, Zack Snyder Yeah. <laughs> who I'm, I'm finding out as I'm talking that he, he's actually one of my favorite directors not realize everything. Batman, three hundred. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, literally, he's he's been in I, so many of my favorite movies. Yeah. I didn't realize that he's. How do I explain this? Okay, for example, like Kevin Smith, I know what movies Kevin Smith has made. You know, because yeah. I follow Kevin Smith more so than the movies. Yeah, you know, Kevin Smith makes a movie. I watch the movie because he made it. These are movies that I've watched for movies, not realizing who made them, to find out it's the same person. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm at. Okay, go ahead, Vince. The the whole 300 real fast. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it will be good, but it's never going to be as good as the first one because you just can't top the Unitas ever. It was just a good story. It Mm -hmm. was. He was so badass. He was. Everybody's like, oh my god, he's so hot. And he, he looked good, don't get me wrong, but... It was him, like, his character was such a badass. Like, you had to watch this movie. And I'm a girl. Most girls don't like that type of, you know, those type of movies. Right. But I thought that movie was awesome. Well, okay. like, the first time I ever watched 300, it was a shitty-ass movie. <laughs> God! I saw it in the theater. Yeah. Uh, we seen it together, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Um, another movie I want to see is... All I gotta say is, if you live in Vegas, don't get blue legs. I'm trying to pick a movie that I was, <laughs> the new Carrie coming out. Oh, that's right. That's I forgot. Chloe Moritz, the one who plays uh, Hit Girl. Hit Gap. Girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, did we talk about this before? Yes. Yeah. 
okay, about how she's not a sissy spacing. Um, how do I say this? Sissy Spacek is not someone who's easy on the eyes to look at. Yeah. And I, I think that kind of made the ambiance of that that movie. In fact, I, I think I have the book in my library. Yeah. Um, as where, uh, what's her name? Chloe Is completely opposite of Sissy Spacek. I don't find... I feel like she's, but you know what? She has those type of looks where they can make her look awkward. Yeah. She's pretty. She, she has pretty features. Uh-huh. I mean, not all her features are pretty. Like, she's like a weird little nose in my but... Like, when she has the mask on and kick-ass, like, it looks weird to me. You can, I think you could make her look a little... Oh, you could make her look different. Like, like she's still one of those characters, people, that you can make look... Play a different... Like, a bunch yeah. of different characters. Like, she... Like, she played in that one movie, I don't know if you've seen it, it's a remake of a Swedish movie where, oh, let me in, let me in, I think. Uh, She's a vampire, and she befriends this little boy. Hmm. She uses her looks, you're talking about let me in. Yes! Okay. Well, I'm looking at, it. I'm looking at the, the, the poster, the movie poster, and yeah. it looks, yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. I think they finally got this right, because you know they keep trying to do all these Carrie movies? Right. I think this is going to be the one, they find the, the remake, they finally get right. That's what I think. Julianne Moore, I think. Is Julianne Moore playing the mom? Um, I can come down here. And I might add also yeah. that... It is. It is. Um, for the first time, we are actively searching the internet off the laptop because of our new equipment that actually makes it possible where I can go to these sites on the internet Without the audience hearing click, 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 click. Because I tried that the first time we did the very first episode. Yeah. And I, and it literally cut out like a good 15 minute part because I, you constantly hear me going click, 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 click. So now because of our new equipment, you know, I can surf around yeah. and get this information. Um, I will definitely see it. Absolutely, definitely see it. And it's, it was on my list. I totally forgot about it. Yeah. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, what do you got? Uh, comic book, Justice League. Oh. That's that's yeah. talking about this year either. Cheater. It's coming out in the future though. 2015. 2014. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's yeah. I'll, and it's coming out around the same time as the Uh it's gonna be Green Lantern, Superman, Batman, uh Wonder Woman, because they're making the Wonder Woman movie. Um we got Wonder Woman. We were looking at the other day to have like picks for Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. And a lot of those girls are Mexicans they picked. Yeah. Well, because she's Amazonian. Yeah, but she's white as snow. We all know this. That's what I said. I was like... She's got the dark hair, but she's super white. Come on now. Yeah. There, I think there's two of them that could do good. Be good. There, yeah. If I'm saying, if in order to pick a good Wonder Woman... They have to have an athletic build. You know what? I'm gonna say this, and and I know people are gonna go, and even you might go, Ugh. and that is um, Megan Fox. She's a horrible freaking actress. I know, but I'm horrible. I'm she's talking, way too pretty. No. I'm talking for look wise. No. I no. think that she, she's too skinny, and she's way too pretty. I don't see Wonder Woman. Okay, Wonder Woman's pretty. Megan Fox is pretty, you know, I, she's not really that pretty to me, but she's pretty in, like, a prissy kind of, like, gotta have on, like, 20 ounces of makeup on my face, look good type of pretty. I, no, no, never, never, 
Um, my next pick is The Wolverine. The next installment of... I don't care. No. Really? I don't like him. I don't like Wolverine. Well, I... even I have have watched... I didn't know, even want to watch Wolverine, okay? When Wolverine came out, I didn't even want to watch it. Oh, the, uh... The prequel. Origins? Origins, yeah. X-Men, X-Men Origins. Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. I saw a theater. I don't know how I got talking to that. I don't remember how this happened. It wasn't me. I, I thought it was pretty good. I think it was Little Randy or something. I got talking to see this movie. I was like, I I actually liked, for what it was worth, um, again, another Hollywood blunder as far as storytelling of the origin of Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for what it was worth, I thought it was good. It, yeah, it I was, it was a good, good movie. Too. I will admit that. It was, it was a... It wasn't the best, but it was enjoyable. That scene where, you know, he goes and, you know, he's he's coming back from uh, wherever he had to go. And he's coming back and he sees, you know, the barn just on fire. And he's like, what? And then later on, you see the helicopter coming towards him. That was a good movie. Um, and how do you pronounce his name? Live? Leave? Leave? Leave Schreiber. He's the one, in my opinion, to be honest with you, and nothing take away from and Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman's a great actor. He is. Mm-hmm. But say the name again. Leave, Leave Schreiber. Schreiber. He made the movie. Yes, he did. He he did. I've seen him in other in other things. Uh-huh. Same. And I didn't really thought much of him. Like I, didn't, I, didn't, I mean, I was like he's an okay actor. When I saw him, that I was like. Better actor than what I thought he was. He's a better actor than the person that tried to portray himself to be. Uh, you know, Sabretooth originally was that trip. No, Edge. Edge was uh, w- Sabretooth, wasn't he? Edge. No, it was. Uh, it looked like Edge to me. <sighs> what was his name? I can't remember. Okay, well, since we're running out of time, yeah, we're we're actually already almost at the time limit. Um, go ahead and give me your your number one pick of what you really want to see. Or just give me a quick, quick list because I. Uh, we're, back, we're almost dead. See, I want to see the girl play with fire. Uh huh. Next installment of the Dragon Tattoo. I want to see the Monsters University. Yes, I know, but I like. I actually I have Monsters U on my pick. Yes. Lone Ranger. Not on my pick. Got Johnny Depp in it. He just looks so cool as talking. It's got to see it. <laughs> and last one is Bridget. And I really don't like. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel at all, but The Chronicles, not The Chronicles of Riddick, Pitch Black, Black. was a good-ass movie, and I'm hoping that they're not going to go like Chronicles of Riddick, because I didn't think that was a great movie, I hope they're uh-huh. going to go back to the roots of Pitch Black and make something awesome. Okay, go ahead and finish off your list. You've got uh, three more left, right? I got or two more. Four more. Okay, hit me. Just I got I got Man of Steel. Yes. Uh, that's, that's I really want to see list. that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Iron Man 3. That's on my list, too. Olympus Has Fallen. What else? And the Avengers 2. Uh, that comes up. That 2015. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Let me just kind of jam through here real fast. I've got Red 2, 302, The Wolverine, Monsters University, Scary Movie 5, Star oh. Trek Into the Darkness, World War Z, The Incredible Burt Wonderstone, Evil Dead Remake, The Great Gatsby, Gabsy. Yeah, I, I can't 
can't say. The Man of Steel, Iron Man 3, and my number one pick is Jay and Silent Bob's Super Groovy Cartoon Movie. Oh. Snooch to the Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, folks, we're cutting it close because our battery literally is almost dead. Um, so for this week, I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. And when you're doing a podcast and your battery's about to go dead, well, by God, you might be seeing red. And yes, that was supposed to rhyme. Good night, folks. Mm-hmm.